nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 97. This week, I'm joined with Chris and Mikey. Everybody else has uh, vacated the premises. And we are going to be talking about how Hollywood is rebooting itself. Welcome, guys. Um, any news in the, that you saw this week, other than it seemed like everybody was talking about Fantastic Four in the wrong way? Well, that was the weekend more so than the week. Anything that you guys saw that was... Uh, Pressing that you want to talk about first nope. before we get started. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is good. Yeah, yeah. So, on the big screen. So is, was that the big movie, the the good movie release for the weekend? Yes. Well, that week, last week too. What did it release oh, like yeah, on the yeah, fourth, the fourth or yeah. Oh, did it? So oh, going the through the week and the weekend. So was it? It's better than Evolution, I guess. Well, anything's better than the live action. It, right. Live action for a cartoon. That's hard. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, because uh, we, I know you yeah, guys went yesterday. Alvin and the Chipmunks, Smurfs. Yeah. Suck compared to the cartoon, so. <laughs> well, is there something Well, at least they put, should? the thing with Chipmunks and Smurfs, though, is it has a, a an animated element to yeah. a live action, but yes, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's something like Dragon Ball Z, does it just, is it impossible to translate to a live action? I think it's, it's not impossible to translate, but that's the thing, is you have to translate it. You can't. Just you can't interpret it. You have you, to. Well, no, that's that's. Yeah, I guess it would be the other way. You'd have to interpret it rather than translate it. Right. Because it has such a particular style to it, and it doesn't work in live action because nobody can fight that fast. Yeah. And so when you when you speed it up with people, it just looks like sped up film. Yeah. So you know the laser blasts look weird or something like that. When we saw this is the American version though too. I mean, you look yeah. at the Attack on Titan live action trailer. It looks pretty good. The Japanese we'll see, are going to we'll, take. We'll see what happens well with that, with that too. I've heard people say that that isn't very good either. Some of the Titans look odd, but no. I don't know. Do you think that the reason that like GI Joe and Transformers and some of those um, aren't doing well as live action films is because they're translating them from cartoons? No, Transformers isn't doing well because it's written horribly <laughs> after that first one. <laughs> um, well, they're trying to make a story out of not yeah, GI Joe. It's, it's again. It's, I think it's an interpretation rather than a direct translation. That first film tried so hard to get into that superhero, super technology, super new stuff vibe, and it right. just doesn't work. Where the second one was much more of a military film, which was better. It wasn't fantastic. That's but what it, it should better. be in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an it's an adaption. Like the GI Joe thing from from the stories that I've read is the, the original draft of GI Joe was very much a a espionage thriller you know the techno elements weren't really there but it was an anti-terrorist film in which cobra was you know this big terrorist organization that had weapons that were better than anything that the united states would have had but it was the superhero stuff and the super suits and crap like like that bond and indiana jones and all that should yeah but it was it was more of like a born film idea of but in terms of them being more of a military unit though a full unit that would be after him and from the story that I remember, I don't know if this is true. This is the story I remember reading, is that they had Larry Hama read the script, and he said, this isn't G.I. Joe. Right. There's no difference. So Hama's on record as saying when he saw G.I. Joe Resolute, the Warren Ellis Bible-penned uh, net, uh, internet series that they showed on TV. The one that, that was on USA, yeah. No. Well, no, yeah, not was, USA, Cartoon Network. Yeah, whatever it was, a Cartoon Network. And that was in small installments. So in, in an interview... Hama said that he hated it because it wasn't G.I. Joe. It was too Even dark. Even fans and everybody loved it. And that's it. the only thing that fans have related to right. as 
someone who I talked to at one point who I can't name said, this is the only thing that older fans have related to in the entire time that G.I. Joe has attempted to be reboot through Sigma Six, through Valor versus Venom, mm-hmm. through all of these different attempts to reboot not only the figures, but the media, a TV series or whatever. The only thing that fans that were kind of our age that grew up with the three and three quarter G.I. Joe in the 80s, that's the only thing that they really love. They want something harder. They want something that... Well, that's why G.I. Joe Cobra was such a success for Mike, uh, Mike Costa. Yeah, but the complaint for people for G.I. Joe Cobra where people were saying it's just an espionage book. Right. It doesn't matter who the characters are. I disagree with that because if you are playing on the nostalgia of it, mm-hmm. very much a lot of the things in the Dragon Ball Z movie that we saw played on the nostalgia for me because not seeing those characters in such a long time in terms of a weekly series, when you see them use their moves, you know, the, the Destructo disc for Krillin, when he shaves his head, right? The Kamehameha. It's all stuff that you're like, oh yeah, that's you know cool. those characters. You know? Yeah, that's what they're supposed to be in portrayed right. as. And you haven't seen it in a while, yeah. so it and, and and but that wasn't the only thing that was there. And obviously, there's going to be a lot of nostalgia in a movie which return which features the return of a favorite villain. But when you make it, when you you're taking a a, prob, a, a, a property and adapting it into a new type. I think there is value in that rather than the complaint that I kept hearing for G.I. Joe Cobra from people on fan boards was it's just an, an espionage book. It's just a spy book. It doesn't matter who these characters are. I don't think that's true because you are playing on the memories of Tomax and Zaymont. You are mm-hmm. playing on the memories of the Baroness and you are playing on the memories of Chuckles and the way that the G.I. Joe book is and Jinx right. and all of that. So I, I think that type of thing works and that's why I thought if you made a really good uh, military techno thriller as the first G.I. Joe film, you would have succeeded. So why is it... Okay, for going right into Fantastic Four that came out this week. Fantastic that, Four. That, yeah. you know, originally was projected to do $47 million. Now they're saying it's going to do $26 million and I'm shocked it's even making that. Do you, why do you think that that franchise is having so much trouble when they're just trying to do a you know interpretation of it of the comic book i think the whole uh marvel fox studios is getting in the way of a lot of the do you think the mainstream the, the, like uh, the two different studios the, are tripping over themselves or is it just the, well if you're talking specifically with this film one of the complaints is that it's just made really quickly in order to get the rights back i mean the film was shot on location in three weeks right well, we I mean, we had originally said, I think, a year or two ago that this film was probably never going to make it to theaters. I said I would have been shocked if it was released and, and because it just the, the deal is it only has to be in production. But in order to produce that film, even cheaply, you're still spending so much money, you have to try and recoup some of it. Right. And these movies do as terrible as they are. Everyone keeps telling me, why would they keep doing it? Why wouldn't they let it go? Why do mm-hmm. they keep making bad movies? Because you look at something like Spider-Man 3, which is a gigantic piece of shit. And it's made more money than any of the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. Yeah. Because you just have to have that one hit. You just have to have one that makes sense. Look at X-Men. X-Men 3, everyone's like the death of the franchise. And they waited a few years, and they're able to reboot it with X-Men First Class, a movie that a lot of people, X-Men fans, love, Mm -hmm. was very successful. Days of Future Past is even more successful. And they managed to tie it right into it. And good films. You can hit with these. Yeah. You keep the license for Fantastic Four because you only have to hit once, and... For our entire topic, we've proven, audiences have proven, they will accept reboots. Yes. So if this fails miserably, which it will, 
They've got the rights for a couple more years. You're going to see this rebooted again because you have to keep trying because you look at something like Avengers that made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And, depending, have, and depending on how the Sony deal with Marvel and their new Spider-Man movie comes out, Fox might look at it. Like yeah, that. Fox like, is okay. Well, we might want to do that same thing with Fantastic Four, right? right? As long as they're holding on to it, instead of selling it outright, right? You know, it's the same thing with Sony. Sony got to the point where they said, "We're not exactly sure what we can do with with Spider Man. We're not sure if we can afford to do Spider Man, but as long as we have the rights and we can hold on to some of them, Marvel has to keep giving us money or share the money with us." Fox, I think, will think it's the same thing. Yeah, in uh, terms of a story for Fantastic Four, I think the problem is the origin. Like I kept saying, "Well, don't stop doing the origin movie." Realize the first Fantastic Four movie doesn't have the origin in it, does it? Yes, it ha- it has them going to space, the cosmic rays, but Doom goes with them. I don't remember. I, I I remember so yeah. little. Matter of fact, because Doom film. finances no, because no, Doom is working with them, and all five of them, all five of them go to space. They the cosmic rays come through, and they uh, and they get struck because. Um, I remember Johnny is. I remember more of two than the first one because Ben is on the outside of the ship. That's why it affected him more and different than the rest of them. God, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I haven't seen that since it was in theaters. <laughs> Same thing. With, I saw a little bit of. Uh, um, I've seen pieces, number two. I've seen pieces of like two dance scene when <laughs> the dance scene. Uh, number two was a pilot. Ru- number two. <laughs> they need to stop doing dance scenes in, in movies? comic book movies. Yeah, no comic book movies. It's never worked out. That's what they were talking Spider about. Spider emo, <laughs> clubbing Reed. I remember Iron more Man. two. Oh god, because uh, two's on FX all the time. Yeah, oh yeah. So I'll have it in the background here and there once in a while, just to pop on for a couple of minutes. And the Silver like, oh, Surfer's that's... cool in it, but that's about well. It. That's yeah. the problem. What I've said with Fantastic Four, the problem is when you do the origin movie, it sucks because you have to waste too much time on an origin that isn't very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's the or- when the origin is, you got to spend thirty minutes for them to figure out. Oh my, we're powered. What's this? Is weird. Oh, I can stretch. Oh, I can turn invisible. Oh, my penis is rocky. Whatever. It's boring. <laughs> it's Dude. just a boring time. But you can't just have them go into. If you're going to follow in the narrative of them going into space or a teleporter accident or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do and they get their powers, you can't then cheat the audience of that really boring time of watching them figure out that they're powered now. Right. For me, drop yourself right in the middle of it. Do you think that's they why Marvel's doing so well? Is because even their origin stories, you're dropped right in the middle of it? It's the origin stories that they have are much more interesting. Iron Man's origin story is much more interesting. Yes, but I mean, because even it's, Ant-Man. It's an, it's an action. But that's the thing. It's not an origin story. Eh, the suit's already built. The suit's already built. Hank's already been a... He just finds There's, He doesn't have to do the thing where he's trying to figure it out. The origin for that is a montage. Yes, because everybody or there's two people already know how to use the suit. Right, yeah. it's very simple to. But he's, turn not, he's not the original Ant Man. Exactly. There's not the, the growing pains of it, which is the problem with a lot of origin movies. Is the problem with origin movies? X Men succeeds because the origin, and this is Stan Lee's original thing. He was tired of doing origins. Well, they're just born that way. Yeah. Now I can skip all the stuff of how they get their powers. Now I can get into. How do they work as a team and that sort of thing? Right. That's what Fantastic Four to me as a first film should be. They're already superheroes. They're mm-hmm. already saved the world three times over. If I'm doing a Fantastic Four film, I open the movie on Earth with them finding Mole Man yeah. as a, like a, a classic. Th- uh, yeah, it's number one issue. as a homage to number one. Right. Get them the fuck off of Earth and go into space and, and, and use 
anything. Yeah. Whether you do, do Kang, the scrawls, that would be that to me. That would be really. You can do Kang. You yeah, can do different universe. So. You can do Terax as a herald. I mean, there's a lot that's there. I'm actually going to find the post that I put last week because I. Well, here's the, here's the thing with one of the things Marvel does so well it, with. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, there was the origin of all these characters, but you're learning about how each one of those characters got to be within like a two sentence. Well, that's the thing. Structure. There's no, there's the origin part that I'm talking about, the getting used to it. Yeah. We see uh, Star Lord. We see um, Peter. 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 Peter Quill being abducted. Right. And then he's Star Lord. Yes. Immediately, we don't go through. Oh, I'm in space. This sucks. Oh, I want to go to Earth. This sucks. How do I use this? How do I fly a ship? How do I shoot a gun? How do I get this mask? Right. Well, even like All Rocket, it gone. was like Rocket, you know, made a, a quick they just, there was yeah, a quick they just introduced of, Rocket, but there's know, no I've been torn apart. I didn't ask to be torn apart and put back together and experimented on. Okay, now we know what happened to Rocket. We you know, there was that point when he's putting on the uh the prison outfit and you see, you know, the little implants and whatnot. It's a statement so that the viewers can be like, "Huh." That sounds interesting. Then they'll go to the stores mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. buy the books, and say, "Oh, I want to know more of Rocket's backstory and actually how he got." So what I, what Black I Widow's up... another good one. You know, I mean, well, you yeah, didn't have an origin story for her, but you did get you, over the course of all the movies she's been in. You've learned a little bit more about her past. Yeah. What I put, what I put on Facebook last or this weekend or whatever, as to why Fantastic Four fails, I said it's always the origin, it's always on Earth, and it's always Doom. This is start the damn movie with a fully fledged super team family that has saved the world once or twice. Uh, get them to start by fighting Mole Man as an introduction to the audience to get used to the powers and what they can do. And then they fight Terax or Galactus or Annihilus or whatever, but put them in space, but to get them off of Earth. The second movie is the quieter one with the complex relationship with Doom. I think that's the one that you have much Sue. more. Doom and Sue, Doom and Reed, the, the family dynamic, the, the, the Johnny and... and and Ben fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. You make that a smaller film. You make that the Earth film. And if you do the first one with Terax coming or or some Herald, right? And the end of it is just there's something coming and it's a lot worse. There's your third big. big you build film. it. Yeah, you, you do like you build it to. You Galactus. do like the Thanos, the Thanos thing. You, you kind of build it. Like build it. The, just like Cap. Yeah. yeah. The red. I mean, granted, you start out with a heavy hitter of his rogues, but. And when you two, you have shield in a general. A lot of this type of stuff is based off the stuff in the Ultimate Universe. the The origin in the new Fantastic Four movie is very much like the Ultimate Fantastic Four mm-hmm. origin. When they used Galactus in the Ultimate comics, when they did Ultimate Nightmare and Ultimate something else, or whatever, there was yeah, this yeah. triptych, and the end of it was whatever they were fighting in the first one. At the end, it says the name Galactus, right? And that's it. And you realize there's something coming, and it's bad, right? And it teases you for farther and farther. If you're a fan, Avengers, this is Iron Man's great post-credit scene is because there's a tease at the end with him saying the Avengers project. Right. If you're a fan, you know what that is. Mm-hmm. If you're not a fan, you're going, what the hell is he talking about? Oh, that's yeah, interesting. Just, what, yeah. what am I going to see? And that's, it just, it That little a tease of, you know, you're a part of a bigger world. If you do the just... first one as, as some herald of Galactus, they are going into space. They're fighting this thing through the solar system, whatever the hell you want, and they defeat it, and upon its defeat, it says, you think I'm bad, there's something worse coming? Yeah. You're telling people, there's going to be something, there, you can invest Stay in tuned. There's You're, going to be more. Yes. The second one with Doom, that can be a very small part of it. It's Doom that discovers that there's something coming. It's right. Galactus's ship, whatever you want to do. If they decide to do the Annihilation Wave, whatever they want to use, they can use. And then when you get to, you get through three films, you have three or four X-Men films, 
And then I said, get together and do. Uh, I mean, you can't do the Kree Scroll War because of the Kree, but you can mm-hmm. do some sort of stand-in. You can use the Shi'ar. Right. I thought the best thing you could do is you have the scrolls on Earth, and the Shi'ar invades Earth to kill the scrolls. Right. Because this, if you put, because they can detect them or whatever. Well, the idea if you say, okay, the scrolls are in this part of the galaxy, the Shi'ar are in this part of the galaxy, and Earth is between the two of them. Earth is almost like a border, a demilitarized zone. If the scrolls have infiltrated worlds that are in Earth's galaxy. Earth gets Shi'ar, caught up in their world. Earth gets caught up in the, the Shi'ar. Basically, like we're going to annihilate Earth because the scrolls are already on it, and they're going to use it as a jumping-off point. You have them at the X Men join up with them. You have Reed trying to find out the scrolls, what the, you know, what it is. Um, his technology to try and find scrolls. The Shi'ar are forced to use Reed's technology. So, and it could, we won't destroy Earth, but we have to take your technology and try to use it. And you have the X-Men and the Fantastic Four fighting this alien force with another alien force that you're not too, too particularly trusting of. And that becomes your big war. Right. And you can set it in space and you can set it on Earth. You can see these multiple different, you know, it's it's the, the end of half of the Star Wars movies. There's like a whole bunch of shit happening on a whole bunch of different worlds. Mm-hmm. There's three things in Jedi and there's three places and you keep going to it so you don't get caught in one place over right. and over yeah. again. You're here. I mean, you can be fighting on the moon. You can be fighting in space. You can be fighting on the Earth. Do you split the team up and have like, you That's know... it. You split everybody up. Yeah. I mean, that's why when you have the X-Men... I've said it... When I was thinking of it, I said the first... That opening scene for that movie should be the Shar show up and they kill Wolverine. And when Wolverine dies, you realize he's a Shar. He's a Skrull. He's been replaced. Yeah. And that and now you have the X Men have an invested interest because they before the Shi'ar go and just annihilate the Scroll Empire, they have to find their friend or friends, whoever's been taken over. I mean, there's a that, lot that of that was the whole new Avengers. Uh, you, yeah, you're setting up a invasion whole thing. Shit. Yeah, yeah, you're doing secret invasion, but you get to do it here. Well, that would be an awesome. That'd be a way to kill off the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. And then bring in a new one too. You can if you want, or you can just you can do a bunch of different things. I mean, it's just so okay. Come back way like later I said, I and do keep... an old man Logan. A long time after, <laughs> we keep doing Fox's job. Right? No, right. <laughs> so since this is a reboot, <laughs> and we're telling the origin story yet again, is do you think that's why people are now getting the stigma with reboots? Is because oh god, I'm going to learn the same thing again. The yeah. mainstream audience is coming to terms with, hey... I already know what this. The, what the comic book audience already knows, that comic books get rebooted nowadays uh-huh. over and over again. So now movies are going to get rebooted over and over again. Because, I mean, the reboots... And now we're getting reboot, like you know, reboots of reboots. That's what's going to tire everybody of superhero movies. Yes. The continuous... I mean, having it a good distance apart... apart <laughs> um, is fine, but when you what the last five years or how many years between uh, Amazing Spider-Man two and then this new one? It'll be, let's see two is what is last year, so it'll be three years. Yeah, it's it's but not I mean, a, it's not a continuous story though either. Right, well only three years. You have you'll have three different Spider-Mans in six years, I think seven something years. like that. Yeah, that too. The Spider-Man three is what two thousand, and hopefully they don't seven? jump right into an origin story. Well, that was Again, just it. I think that's what Marvel said. This they've already said if they're, they're talking with Craven about Craven as the villain, yeah, Marvel's already said they're not doing another origin story for yeah. Spider-Man. We're going to meet Spider-Man as he already has his powers, which is good to bring him in. Yeah, you, really. How many times do you need to see an old man get shot? Yeah. Right. You know, we've already seen Martin Sheen get shot. We've already seen uh, uh, who was that in the guy. first one. Yeah, that, that character actually in the first one who got shot. So it's really like, wasn't it? Um, he died too, though. Actually. Wasn't it John Snyder? Or is it, was that just Smallville? Well, I thought John Snyder was... Oh, no. Uncle Ben in the, in yeah. the Sam Raimi one? No. 
It's been so long ago now. That character, I could but then he got killed. We we saw him get killed twice because they go back to it in Spider Man Three, and then we see it again. Mm -hmm. Flashbacks. (laughs) Marvel loves to kill old people. So, um, but now we're talking with you know we have Ghostbusters coming out. We have. I don't think that necessarily should have been or had to be rebooted. But it's a well, new it's a new generation, and it's been so long since that franchise was around. Yeah, I think so it's, it's funny for it, people love that franchise, and they're like, "Oh, it's such a big franchise." And I was like, "It had two, two movies. movies, yeah, yeah." I mean, the cartoon was the biggest thing that everything you know, and and a but now we're getting a game that's in continuity. Yeah, two well, movies we, we with about, two different. Yeah, that's the problem. Is we were talking about that. I don't remember if you were on that one. Where I see no. it, I don't understand why it's a reboot instead of a franchise. Right, because it's so easy to just put yourself into that world. You don't have to go through the origin of Ghostbusters again. You can have this female team that buys a Ghostbusters franchise. Right. And Maybe they, that is it, and they're just throwing it out. It. They've, they've oh. admitted that it is a, it is a oh. hard reboot. It, the they have the same names, too. Yeah, the previous Ghostbusters does not exist. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's why another, every yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters fans film because uh, then I said you yeah. can have both of these films exist. It's very easy. It's kind of like Star Wars. You can have yeah. a trilogy and three it's anthology films exist in six years because there's different places to put it into a universe that already exists. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine having a Ghostbusters in Chicago or L.A. or something? You have a great. female Ghostbusters. Yeah. You have a male Ghostbusters. You can have a black Ghostbusters. You can do whatever. You can adapt Ghostbusters into the Ghostbusters genre that you Jamaica, do. San Diego. During Comic Con. During Comic Con. That that, that's yeah, when Ghostbusters cool. movie happens. Um, but yeah, Start I mean, it's just zapping everybody. <laughs> everybody on the during an actual Comic Con. You want to cross the streams? Extras. Yeah. Look at all these fools. <laughs> and the cross the streams joke. If they if they try to put that into the female one, it's just not going to you know come across as funny. But what do you think of them calling Star Wars Episode Seven a reboot? It's not. It's not. It's a continuous story line. Yeah. Well, it's a reboot in the sense of. They're making movies again. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they're also using they're also the using the words reboot wrong. This is yeah. the Jurassic World uh, um, mm-hmm. um, article where it says the the guy that wrote it said that Jura- it, it's obviously a re- uh, uh, Jurassic Park two and three don't exist because they're ignoring it. And I said you don't understand the definition of the word ignore. Right. They're just ignoring it in that nothing in their story is affected by what happened in Jurassic yeah. Park 2 and 3. Nothing Correct. that happens on the second island affects the Jurassic but World But didn't they story. say that in, in Jurassic World, didn't they make a reference to it being a preserve? Yeah. Somewhere it, it in is. there. Yeah, I mean, Colin Trevo had to come out and say, we are not throwing away 2 and 3. Right. All those events happened in our universe. So we just don't need to reference them at all. It's 20 we're, years We're just past going it. back to the yeah. original island, too. Right. It is also the, because the idea the there that in 2 is when you, if you look at the end of 2, that's when the world finds out that mm-hmm. InGen has made dinosaurs and they exist and they're there and everybody knows that there's an island in off the coast of Costa Rica that has a bunch of dinosaurs. Right. There. That lends a lot to the story of people being used to the idea even now that there are dinosaurs, dinosaurs on an yeah. island. And, and that's what... That many people on... But again, island people kept referring to world. it as a reboot because it was going to take away 2 and 3. It didn't. Right. You know, Even Terminator Genesis, which erased everything, it erases it by fooling around with the timeline. They're saying, well, when the, the movie starts, 2 and 3 happen. Yes. And 4. But, but because the, of the very convoluted events of the, of the movie, it erases them. Right. The timeline splits off to a different... Which is... It's, a, it, 
uh, creative way of doing that. Yeah. Well, in Star a way, that's, the same yeah, I was just going to say that. Star Trek is, is technically a reboot, but it's also technically not because supposedly the timeline up to the point where Romulus comes through. Or Rom, what the hell was the bad guy's name? Was I it thought Romulus? it was Romulus. It was Romulus, yeah. Rom- sounds no, right. Romulus is no? the planet. Whatever, uh, whatever his name is. Nemo. Was it Nemo? Sure. Leonard Nimoy? Nero? Nero. Nero. It was Nero. I think it was Nero. I don't know. Now I want to look it up. Anyway, at the point in which he shows up, he affects the timeline. He changes the timeline. Yes. Because he kills he kills, um, he kills Picard. Picard. Well, hell, and Spock comes through, too. Well, that's what I was going to say. Spock, right. Spock it, comes through. So Spock the, chases him through. Spock chases him through. And that's where the timeline... That's it. Diver- the timeline gets broken there mm-hmm. because in the original series, Kirk's father is still alive. That's why he goes to the Academy when he does. Right. He gets to the rank of captain the way that he does. He doesn't meet Spock until because he's not in the Academy at the same time as Spock. In the original series, because he goes to the academy first, the line when Captain uh, Captain Pike tells him, "You know, you should have gone to the academy years ago, or whatever." Mm-hmm. When they're in the bar, that's when he would have gone, right? But because his father isn't there, his life is very much different. That's where the divergence is. Technically, Star Trek Enterprise should still exist, correct? Um, and everything in between, yeah. But once you get to that point, it all goes. Hayward. Yes. Um, are there any... Haywire, not Hayward. Well, Hayward but see, some reboots have been, you know... And, and reboots have been going on for decades. You know, it, it, it's not like this new trend that's happened in Hollywood. No. It's... Because, I mean... Well, the horror genre is notorious for it. Speaking of which, uh, uh, it is they just announced yeah. that they're going to reboot Nightmare on Elm Street. Again. I... That's the other thing, like... It doesn't need a reboot. No. If he's if he's an existing, I mean, he's a force of supernatural force of horror. They just, just want to call it a reboot, just like right. We need need a new number one. It didn't make a lot of money, so we need to yeah, make it a people, reboot. People haven't seen this it is a number one. It starts whatever. out a new epic. Yeah, it's the same thing here. That story is the the concept of Nightmare on Elm Street story is designed to be new every single time yes you don't have to know and then what was it? like the first one happens and the second one has nothing to do with the first one except for him as a character and then the third one or the fourth one the dream warriors or whatever dream warriors was three one yeah. of the one of the people from the first one so you can have that opening there mm-hmm. but it doesn't it, if, if it's a bunch of kids seeing freddy then it's all the it's, it's just a, a bunch of kids new different yeah. group of well, kids that's all wouldn't it be better than if the, the to reboot some being, of these just show the original don't, again don't number them just say well, that's what Star Wars like, has seemed to do. Not Elm Street, whatever. Well, Star Wars Freddy, but if you notice, well, if you look at Star, Star Trek, isn't numbering them, right? But if you Star notice, Trek Star, Star Wars Trek and then Star Trek uh, Edge of Darkness or whatever it is. If you notice, but StarWars.com and all the others are no longer referring to it as Episode Seven. It's now just Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Well, just like they probably shouldn't have made that Episode Seven poster for Celebration. I know. <laughs> just like. Um, if you look at all of the Marvel films, they're no longer numbering them. Iron Man three was the only one. It was the Iron was, Man. Was Iron Thor, Man two was Thor two. The Dark no, World it was, was just Thor. Thor the Dark, the Dark World. World. Uh, I think it might be Thor two. And Guardians of the Galaxy is listed as a number. Guardians right now, but I think they're only doing that until they actually get a subtitle. It works when it's a continuous story. When there's if story it's like a trilogy, that, yeah. No, it is just it, Thor the Dark World. Mm-hmm. It works like that. But when you go past that, or when you are going. Or you have plans on rebooting it because if Hemsworth is done with his contract and he's like, all right, I'm done with uh, Marvel films, right. and they want to still do Thor, then you're going to have Thor four. Then you then you just need to do Thor 
whatever. whatever. I yeah. Can't, I can't think of Chris Hemsworth and Thor without thinking of that uh, SNL parody of the American Express commercials where it's like, you know, it's like, oh, they told me I couldn't do this and I did it. And he's like, when I showed up in America, they said I was too pretty to be in Hollywood. When I tried out for two Thor, weeks later, I, I tried out. They said I tried out for Thor, and they looked at me and said, "We're looking for a Thor type, not actually Thor." Yeah. People told me that I was never going to have sex with women. I had sex with a lot of women because <laughs> <laughs> my penis was too big. <laughs> they said I'd never make it in Hollywood because my penis was too big, and I'd never have sex with women. Well, I had sex with a lot of women. <laughs> and then they played that off on vacation. Right, all right. But then uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of reboots have been successful. You know, you, you look at the, you you look at like the Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen. They were successful films in their own right. Yeah, but and they the, went long, too long. Yes. Well, it's also that that, that original film, the was, original material of it was not some beloved thing that people saw three years ago. But what about was, True Grit? True Grit's the same thing. True Grit's a twenty-five-year-old film. Do you? But oh, that, it's more than I, that. At least, Do but you, that wasn't Ocean, as good as the, the original. I like the original better. Do you think but, that there should be a timestamp of okay, now we can do a reboot of this movie? No, it's just once look, that generation that enjoyed that movie is dead, then we can go back and reboot it. There are reboots it. that are successful and there are reboots that aren't, and it's just if you have something where you kind of have to throw away what's there beforehand. Yeah, I mean, X Men First Class in a way is a reboot. Because yes, it is. It's like, hey, we're going to ignore X Men Three because that's a big gigantic pile <laughs> of hot garbage, and then with the second movie, like. How do we make it so X Men Three didn't happen? Ooh, let's do that. So you Days take that, you take that last movie that was just shit. Give it some time, then you can reboot it quicker. But if that last movie was good, well, it technically, some, it like a, a decade. If 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 you, I still do, love the fact that the two were Spider Man films actually killed. The <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody at Sony watched Spider Man Three and went, "No, we're not doing this anymore." Nope, Amazing Spider Man Two. It's Dubstep? Really? That's what we're gonna. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Ooh, maybe we should. No, let's sell this. Well, let's 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 well, let this go. We, I mean, we they they were this. like, they remember they had all these big plans. Okay, this is what we're gonna do after Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man two. You know, Amazing Spider Man two is gonna I set up the Sinister Six. That movie, as, as big as the, the the plans that they had, didn't fit the success of the first film. Right. The success of Amazing Spider Man was not fantastically large. Yeah. I mean, it did okay, but it, the, did, it didn't even beat Spider-Man 3. The only thing that Amazing Spider-Man 2... Which featured two, dancing. <laughs> yes, it did. Emo Spider-Man. And you a just, point in which I, everybody... You're done with dancing in movies. No more dancing in But I'd movies. say the reboot for a new number one is not going to make as much as the possible final uh, movie. In well, that's because trilogy. everybody was duped after they saw Spider-Man 2 and said, hey, this is good. And then they went and saw Spider-Man 3 and they're like, this is terrible. Yeah. This is really, really history bad. History repeats. There's the point where you're supposed to be sad because Norman Osborn is, you know, or Harry Osborn has real, realized the error of his ways and he turns around and he starts crying and everyone's laughing at the screen. <laughs> You've made a bad film. When you're not invested enough to care about that scene, you're just like, this is, this is no. Well, you know, one of the things is coming off of Spider-Man that should 1 be and 2. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, this is no. <laughs> Spider-Man, you know, People have been begging for a Spider-Man, a live-action Spider-Man film for years. And everybody was like, no, it's not going to happen. Rights, this, that, and the other. Then finally they went, yes, we're going to make one. And everybody was like, oh, my God, this is amazing because we're seeing Spider-Man. No, it's just Spider-Man. That's not amazing. It's later. And then then Spider-Man 2 happened. Oh, we get Doc Ock. This is kind of cool. You know, they're, they're fighting on top of you know, a subway train. They're doing this, that, and the other. This is really cool. And then by 3, we went, wait. 
this really isn't good. Well, no, because it's just it was so convoluted and screwed. Venom? Up. We're gonna have Venom? Oh, that was wait. The, the problem, Venom is the problem, smaller than Spider Man. The problem with that film is that it wasn't just Venom. Yeah, because you introduce Venom, Sandman, uh, Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. emo dancing, whatever. Sandman. It's, that, that's the second thing. I oh, said. and then you had and then New you, Goblin. And then everything and on the, the relationship Goblin. going to shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just. There's so much in that film, rather than giving you just a Venom film. Yeah, giving if you if you just do the the symbiote costume storyline, they would have made even more money than they made, and you would have made a four. Yeah. And well, if you been... notice with ba- the Batman movies of the '80s, the more villains they added, the worse the films got. Yeah, because Batman Two is terrible. Yeah. Batman Two is good. Batman Returns is terrible. It's Go a back good and... movie. No, it's, it's not bad. It's Go back and watch it. It's, it's fun. Terrible. It gives us awesome Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, Catwoman. The Penguin looks great. I, that's the only part that I I have no problem with Danny DeVito, but it's yeah. It's the Penguin did. isn't I've that heard great. You. You're like Danny DeVito sucks. <laughs> um, no, I, I think Batman Returns is terrible. I've always thought it was terrible. I just hate the whole they set up Batman as the bad guy and then it's like he flips on a radio switch. And all of a sudden, Gotham's like, oh, okay, everything's fine. It's like they dug themselves into a hole and they couldn't get it. So, The Man of Steel was a, a reboot, in a sense. No, I guess it really was. because oh, it's they, totally they should, yeah. yeah. Superman Did, Returns is Superman not Returns is not. Superman Returns is a three through quest for peace are gone. Right. And he went to space now. When he, when now he leaves space is... at the end of two, it's like, ah, he left for a long time. Um, and then he came back, and he's a deadbeat dead. Did <laughs> and he's and he's the Christ in him. Um, do you think that the Man of Steel worked as a reboot? I liked it. I like. Uh, I had no problem with the coda or whatever. I don't care about that. It doesn't affect my under, not understanding, but just enjoyment of the movie. The only part that threw me off was at the end when he snaps Zod's neck, and then. There's so many people that had trouble and with then, that. And, I, and put, I had well, trouble. Well, straight to okay. Happy Clark in the middle of the fucking yeah. desert meeting the, with the military. Hey, Army guys, stay away from <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, and then you get, you get the lieutenant out there who's like all swooning over him. It's like... Well, you, there's so many problems with that. It's, <laughs> it's the same thing as every Superman film. It's like the army shows up like, hey, we have missiles and guns. Did you not just see me blow up a whole mm-hmm. fucking city by myself? I knocked over 80 billion buildings. I went down to <laughs> India and I fought this gigantic robot and I crushed that stupid thing. All the guys that you couldn't you couldn't stop. I snapped his goddamn fucking neck. Yeah. And you're coming at me with a with a, a rocket launcher? Come on. Really? <laughs> no. It's it's the old it's the George Reeves Superman, you know, he's in the in the apartment or whatever and the bad the guys are hand? shooting at him and then they throw the gun. Yeah. <laughs> the bullets that are traveling at supersonic speed don't penetrate his hide. But if I throw this like maybe four I miles can lock out, it's a last hope. We know it's not going to work. That's the We're that's just, the that's the parody film the you should do, you know, the spider. I'm Superman. Off this chest off and then they throw the gun and he falls over and he dies. <laughs> I didn't think that would work. Um now they were saying that the they're treating him like a boss character in any video game where it's just like you have to hit him 40 times. <laughs> The first 39 times don't really do anything to him, but you hit that 40th one and it goes slow motion. Just, <laughs> His power levels are finally down. Yeah, it's just, that's the way. They, it's like, I've shot you 135 times by machine gun. 136 can put you down. <laughs> Count the shells. Yeah, down. I got to wear you down. It's a force field, right? No, it's just invulnerable skin. Um, yeah. Well, they were saying Batman versus Superman isn't a sequel, but... Apparently, it's got to be if you see Bruce Wayne running in through Metropolis and. Well, no, it's it's a it's not a sequel. It's just the next movie in this DC cinematic universe. It's sort of a pseudo sequel. 
It, it just mean, happens to have Superman in it. It would be like saying that Incredible Hulk is a, is a sequel to Iron Man. But it's not. It was some the of the events the that ha- the, the final events of uh, Man of Steel affect Bruce Wayne in this yeah, new no, movie. It's it's not a it's not a direct. Se- you can't call it a sequel because it's not going to be just a Superman movie. It's just it's the next movie. This is what Marvel's doing now. Yes, it's the next movie in line in their universe, and that's it. It's but, like Iron Man three is not a sequel to Avengers, but obviously a lot of the stuff that happened in Avengers affected. affects Iron Man three. Isn't that usually the definition of a, a sequel? That something that affects from one movie to the next? But it doesn't have the Avengers in it. You can't call that movie... If you call Iron Man 3 Avengers 2, right. you're, you're going to have people riot in the streets because there's no <laughs> other Avengers in it. Uh-huh. War Machine's in it, and he's an Avenger now. <laughs> so anyways... Um, I mean, it seems like there's more and more, se- uh, more and more reboots and sequels and stuff that good original films are now becoming whether they're a big budget original film or not they're becoming independent films in a way they're getting you know less screen time they're showing they're not up. getting made it is look original concept this summer is going to kill everything for original concept because any original concept film died <laughs> in, in the summer yes tomorrowland is an original concept yes died yeah people said oh this is a good movie a little heavy-handed but it's okay i like what no didn't make any money okay Jurassic World. No one's going to see that. That's a 30-year-old. Oh, it's the biggest opening of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Minions was... Yeah. Minions yeah. is at, at least but a part of really a franchise. But that's not really original. Yeah. It's, that's the same. No, it's no, not original. But there's what, an original. Even Pitch Perfect 2, which blew away all of the money that Pitch Perfect made. Uh-huh. I mean, it's... It's, it's hard. It, right now, you couldn't make Pitch Perfect. Right. As a film. Because it's not, a fr- it's not an existing old, uh, uh, alternative media franchise. It's not a sequel. Well, when when a Pitch Perfect first came out, it barely did anything in the theater. It wasn't until it got well, even but Mad now Max you was wouldn't, a, uh, you wouldn't even be able to make that film. Yeah, and as much as everyone's like, "Oh, Mad Max, Mad Max," Mad Max didn't make that much money. No, didn't even win its first weekend. Now, Mad Max would be considered would it be considered a reboot or just a continuation? In it's the, a continuation. George, he said that it is an exact continuation. Yeah, because it's it's just like James Bond. You switch the character. You switch the actor playing the character, but it's not. We're rebooting because the franchise it's, because it's George Miller. Other He's, than George Miller has said that it, it it is there. It's up to you to interpret whether that is Mel Gibson's character or the name Max is there as a almost like a, a Bond sort of thing that people have, have right. adapted to the idea that James Bond is a name that MI6 uses mm-hmm. for its agent. That if you become if you become an agent, you have your identity the double erased. O- Bond comes. You're given 007. Double the 007 is always James Bond. Right, that's his name. So that's that's it. It's your it's identity the code is related. That yeah, used. that sort of thing. Um. So then, in that case, would Casino Royale be a reboot? Because it did kind of well, give more of an origin. Reboots. I mean, Casino Royale. Yes, is basically they they took. It can be a reboot in the sense that you see it's it, his first kind of mission. You see it in the beginning, or it goes it back before the, all the others. No, well, it can't go back before all the others because it's not 1960. Your technology isn't the same. Yeah. It's it's a reboot. I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, it's a reboot. You got through the the Pierce Bronson stuff, and you're like, this is dumb. And <laughs> oh we come on, you didn't this. like the cars uh, skating on the ice? I, did, and... I actually did not like any of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Really? Yeah, I didn't even like Goldeneye. I thought Goldeneye was dumb too. Maybe it's just because I like the car, like the the Vanquish in it. That, that, uh... There's parts of the ones, and they weren't terrible but 
try, when I saw Casino Royale, I'm like, yep, get this. I want this. This is what I want. This is perfect. This is great. And all three of those. Quantum of Solace is a little, you know, people don't like it at all. Which is a, one of the first bad. sequels to a Bond film. It is, it is the first direct sequel mm-hmm. to a Bond film that, that really um, uh, references more than an element or two of the ones right. before. There's, I, I think there's a Roger Moore one that are kind of connected. And then one of the Timothy Dalton ones, I think, has a connection to an early one. I think, yeah, but, it, but not a direct... Well, it's basically it's something to do. Like I think the last, no, the the last Timothy Dalton one was the one where Felix dies. Um, so this has to be a reboot because Felix is in it. But whatever, there's a, sure. somewhere in there. I, I I remember them. There's somewhere in there. There is a direct reference to something before, but it's not as heavy as Casino Royale. His his situation is directly um, attributed to losing Vesper in the first mm-hmm. movie and what he's gone through. When you get to the end of Casino Royale, or you get to the end of Quantum and Solace, he's back on the force. He leads him to um, Skyfall, the stuff that happens in Skyfall, and you have this specter piece that's kind right. of the undercurrent for all of this that's been kind of there that you haven't really seen. Is there a reboot? We'll wrap things up now, but is there a reboot that you guys have seen that are that's coming down the pipeline that you're excited to see? You know, or that you know, you're Star like, Wars. I'm so glad that they were going to reboot this. I'm so glad they're rebooting Star Wars because those six yeah. films are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't think of anything down the pipeline. That they're gonna, they're gonna reboot Episode One. I mean, because they're gonna redo with, Episode One through Three with Jake Lloyd and all of them now. Oh God. God. Jake Lloyd and his little have you, have you speaking of have you seen the pictures where it's like he could definitely be a Sith now? You you see it, 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 it when he grew little, up. He's got a little Hitler mustache. Yeah. But is it Chris? I didn't think that you've seen it. You're you've like, oh, I, I want this to happen. Man from Uncle, actually. But Man from Uncle, that was more of a TV, TV series. series. Yes, but it's still a reboot. Still, it's yeah. an adaption or an adaptation. Matter of fact, uh, Channel Thirteen has started showing Man from Uncle. I was I caught it the, caught it the other night. Hmm. Um, anything you've seen that you're, you're well, like I think a next Bourne movie isn't a reboot. It's just, hey, this didn't work. We want Matt Damon <laughs> back. Well, it's going to have both of them. Uh, it's Matt Damon. But they said I thought they said it was going to be both of them. No, they wanted I, to do that. Well, the original idea did, was when that they did the Jeremy Renner one. They're like, okay, we can make two films with Jeremy Renner, or three and then we'll, the and third we'll one do, will be we'll do the two of them. Yeah. As far as we know, the next movie is just Matt Damon. Matt, Damon. <laughs> I knew I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, so I mean, see, that's just it. You know, the three of us we go to movies like a lot of movies during the summer and winter. And Mikey, you'll, you know, you usually the, the will hit fall, even more. The fall and spring, we just don't go at all. Well, now we're starting to more. <laughs> no, we go to movies a lot. Yeah, or try to anyway. We're not, it's not like Ethan who goes to <laughs> two movies a, a year. movie. Um, only can sit through the first half of the Lego Movie before he turns it off. I know. <laughs> but so, but there's no sequel or no reboots that you're going. I'm glad they're rebooting that. I want to see even that. I don't there is care. One. Yeah, I'll go see it. It's not like I, when you see oh, some. This is so cool. They're when it's rebooting something, something when it's but something I don't have a like, fan appreciation like that for anything. Right. When you see something so. like Man Frunkle, you're like, I like that concept. That's a good idea to make that into a film. Now, mm-hmm. that's the sort of thing I look at and go, okay. Like I wrote, <laughs> not wrote, but I did an outline for like if jam. they did, if they yeah, Jam. There you go. Well, Jam's not a, well. That's if that's, they did. Yeah, I guess it is a reboot. It's yeah, it's an adaptation. If they did a. Like a serious take on Land of the Lost. I was like, dude, you could totally do this. Like, total dark. It would look awesome. But no, you have to make it a comedy where it's all about poop. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, but see, but this is this is kind of my point that. Chuck-a-poop. Do you think that other you know not not even just in the within the the comic book or the sci-fi or the the genres that we usually talk about on the show, but just in general? Because I know when True Grit was coming out, I went. I really don't care that you know, I don't. Uh, why are they rebooting this when you can go back and watch a amazing because first it's the film? only way to make a western now. Yeah, you can't make an original western. You have it's hard. To, you have. I mean, Young have, Guns is going to come down and be probably. A, oh God, I w- I wouldn't be shocked that you would see if someone's going to make a western. It's not going to make a. They're going to attach it. Yeah, but here's Period. this you goes to it. this is something that um, when uh, <clears throat> years ago when they did um, uh, Macross two. Mm-hmm. For Robotech, and you you watch the story, and you're just like, this really doesn't have a lot to do. It's way spent in the future, and, and you find out that the story of it was is that they had written kind of this outline of this story, and no one would finance it. Right. And when they said, oh, it's a Robotech story, oh, okay. No, yeah. No. And they had and they rewrote the third act to include the 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 Hulk of the SDF one, and the other pilot is a Zentradi and stuff like that. And they they admitted they couldn't get any money unless they made it into a franchise. They adapted it into a franchise that already existed. Right. You're making a Western. The last Western that was like big, but oh, we made 310 to Yuma. No one saw it. Okay, well, now when you're making a Western, we want to make a Western. You're just going to adapt an old one. Hey, or you have long, to be... The Long Ranger was made. You don't really yeah. have those exactly. actors an anymore, adaptation. Though. Yes. An adaptation of something. You have the same thing. The only person that seems to be able to make a Western or something is set in a Western that's original is going to be Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's it, and we'll see how that does. But if you're if you're setting out like I want to make a good western, at this point you're going to have to do something. You know, I'm shocked they haven't redone. You have to have aliens or something. Well, no, the the idea of if you're going to do it, (laughs) you have to do the man with no name, right? Outlaw Josie Wales, the good, good, the bad, the the ugly. ugly. Yeah, because you have Hollywood now is saying if there isn't a connection to something that's already existing, we're we're very hesitant to do it unless it's a drama. And then you're just going to pick the hell up part of it and say, oh, right. well, this and is then an you're going to have so. people that are just like, yeah, it's not Eastwood. You don't have those actors anymore that can portray a Westerner as You don't think George so Clooney dirty. can do? <laughs> no, everybody's too pretty. Yeah, there's not there's there's, there's no, there's no longer that grit or yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there was grit, it was true grit. It's true grit. <laughs> Well, that you which had, did you know, well. I mean, it, it, it got Grit, it's too old. I, I I enjoyed True Grit, especially because I couldn't understand half of it. You're going to get your book. <laughs> what the hell Jeff is that Bridges guy talking? Could. What is Jeff doing? Yeah, because Jeff Bridges I mean, is not a good-looking human being. <laughs> That's going to be a great casting call. We need ugly people for a western. <laughs> um, but I mean, all the westerners are now comedy western or western comedies, yeah. and that did so well. Is there anything that you would want well, to see rebooted? Oh. Transformers, <laughs> which it's going I can't to think of anything. Well, it's not getting rebooted. rebooted. It's getting a sequel. I mean, the adaptation of Voltron would be awesome to see, but that's been a long time coming. Sort of yeah. like how Robotech. Robotech. <laughs> Every year, there's that panel at Comic Con. <laughs> the latest news on the on the Robotech live action. What's the news? Well, a couple years ago, <laughs> Topher Grace said he wanted to do it or whatever. Not Topher. Uh, Toby McGuire. Three's yeah. Company, the movie starring Owen Wilson. <laughs> no, you just wow. put you put a. <laughs> I'm hanging out in an apartment with two hot chicks. You put what's his name in the ben role Stiller, of his dad. Ben Stiller will be Larry. <laughs> Three's, Three's Company now would be just lesbian fan fiction. Oh God, yeah. Would be. <laughs> Kate Upton as the Suzanne <laughs> Summers character. I'm so, an actress, guys. 
Is there anything that you would want if, if you had a chance to sit down with all of the Hollywood studio execs, the 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 heads of the heads, and they were saying, you know, here's our lineup. We got all these movies. Do you think? Would you tell them, please You're stop fine. with the reboots? You're, You're fine. fine. No, because it's not. It's not going to work. Do you think that's the thing? Until until audiences stop going, it's going to. Everyone keeps talking about the superhero bubble. It's going to burst. It's going to burst. It's going to burst. It's not bursting. Why? Because people keep going. Right. Why do they keep making shitty films? Because you buy TM and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You go to Fantastic <laughs> I didn't Four. Buy it. You okay, bought Mikey it and I will be going to Fantastic. You're going to go to Fantastic Four. And they're going to be like, well, we only spent $19 million on this because we're, we're lying and saying we spent 100 but we didn't because we couldn't because we shot it really quickly. Poor Miles Teller. Yeah. <laughs> I had a career. I had Michael B. Jordan, too. And Kate Mara. Kate Mara didn't really have a career. But did you? I mean, Mike, uh, uh, Miles story. came out and said, Jimmy Bell. They all have they, good, yeah. decent careers right Not now. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they came out and said, you know, you're going uh, to have some like real deep drama, and Miles Teller is up for it, and they're going to look at him and go, yeah, but you did Fantastic Four. But did you see his tweet? It was like, well, you, the critics are going to hate this movie, but you should still go see it. At least he's legit. Cause I'm and sure then a director comes out and because says. at some point, someone like Miles Teller, just like, why Marvel gets some of these people? I like doing indie films. I like to, but I really want to make a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just, you know, I'm thinking money. I'm thinking, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. keeps coming back. He's like, I want to do the lawyer movie with Robert Duvall. But I got to pay for it. Yeah. What's that? Iron Man 4? How much? $86 million just for me alone? Cool. I'm going to go do the Robert <laughs> Robert Duvall lawyer movie. And in between, I'm going to go do 14 days of sitting in a suit and get paid $86 million uh-huh. for it. Chris so, Evans, is, all the money Chris Evans is making, he's using so he can try and talk, talk about making his own film. Snowpiercing? Yeah. Snowpiercing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> the money that uh, RDJ had from all that, he started Stop. his own production you company. You don't know him. It's Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Don't use the acronym. Oh, you can't use the acronym? No. That's stupid. I'd, I'd say the PR is pushing the actors to, yeah, this is good. We had a fun time doing it or whatever. It's sort of like how uh, Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah. I would, when, I would love, when, I'd, I want that, that actor that comes out as actually honestly. Like, oh, yeah, working with Josh Trank, fucking asshole. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. This son of a bitch didn't show up anytime. He's got these fucking dogs. Just shit all over our set. I mean, and stuff like that. Did you I, like? Did you really like the have. tweet he put out last week about the movie? The complete lie. Yeah. <laughs> the, the movie that I had in mind, it was going to be great. You guys would have loved it. The yeah, studio screwed it up. That's I've already lost a job because of this film before it even came out. I'm never working again. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Be, that's you. You want to talk about interesting plot lines in in Hollywood? That's the one I want to see. <laughs> Who's going to hire Josh Trank? <laughs> Written honestly. Yeah. Who's going to hire him? He's going to have to start. Financing his own film. He's going to show up at the VH1 special. He's going to have to do something. Leave Garrett. Him and him and him and Megan Fox will get together. Megan Fox still has a career. She worked for Hitler again. (laughs) Oh, Hitler's producing this. Okay, you're going to pay me a bunch of money. I'll be I'll be April Neal. Just as long as in the second one you put me in a schoolgirl outfit, because that's not pandering. So, if everybody got to the end of this one and was wondering why we didn't have a D23 special, like I said we were going through at the end of the last episode. I forgot what fucking weekend it was. I forgot what fucking weekend it was. <laughs> Oops. So, I was wondering that. I'm like, that's not next week. <laughs> Oops. Right. So, tune in next episode, which will be episode 98, when we'll talk about D23. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. More than likely. Uh yeah, so check us out at Facebook.com. Uh, we're at Nerdables, Nerdables Show on Twitter. 
And nerdables.com. So for Chris and Mikey, we're, we're going to just leave it now. <laughs>